Montgomery, Joe from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 10th of August, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Start this week's show with some tragic news. On Thursday, the third landslide hit a resort in Chauvy in Racha region. Government declared on Monday the 7th it was a national holiday of mourning for the victims of the landslide. A memorial service took place in all churches. Ministry of Internal Affairs' latest official data revealed that 20 people died, including seven children. Authorities are currently conducting identification procedures that involve DNA testing and take quite a bit of time. They've successfully identified the bodies, 14 people so far. The Defense Forces of Georgia are aiding in the ongoing search for the remaining 17 missing individuals. Overall, the rescue teams evacuated 210 people from the affected areas. International community has extended its condolences to the victims. Tragedy in Chobe provoked a huge argument between the opposition members of the government, Georgia Dream, or Otsneba members said that the whole thing was unavoidable. However, the opposition criticized the government for the lack of preventive measures in the region as well as regulation, specifically in regions with high uh, risks of landslides. Green Alternative, an environmental organization, talked about the National Environmental Agency's 2021 Geological Bulletin, which warned that, quote, the mudslide poses a danger to the central highway in the infrastructure of the Chauvy Resort, end quote. Green Alternatives said the appropriate agencies should have strengthened monitoring of all possible sources of danger in the territory and created an effective system for warning the population about the danger. Credible rumors are that there was a warning that went out several hours before that was largely ignored by the ministry. All in all, both opposition environmental organization and the environmental organization are blaming the government for the lack of preventive measures and regulation. Natsevi even requested a temporary investigation commission of the parliament to investigate the Chauvy tragedy. On Wednesday the 9th, the Ministry of Environmental Protection announced that the government greenlighted a 2023-25 to 25 air quality management plan for the central zone, one of the six air quality control zones. The plan Includes that area includes Rustavi, Marnauli, and Bolnisi, focusing on air quality enhancement initiative. Project falls under the broader scheme of monitoring six regions Black Sea, Western, Eastern, Highland zones, among others. Involves extending air quality surveillance, evaluating air pollution, health impacts, and fostering public awareness. Plan gains support from the United Nations Development Program and the Swedish government. On Tuesday, the Eighth, Georgia marked the 15th anniversary of the 2008 war with Russia. Gathering of government officials, representatives from the executive and legislative bodies, diplomatic court took place at the Muhat Gverdi Cemetery in honor of soldiers who lost their lives. However, the start date of the 2008 Russia-Georgia war is a topic of debate. Both Sneba politicians and government officials observe the 8th as the beginning of the conflict, while opposition politicians view this as aligning with the Russian perspective, as Russian propaganda says that Georgia attacked Skhinvali region on the 8th of August. Instead, the opposition commemorated the anniversary on the 7th, which marks the initial appearance of Russian troops entering Georgia when the war started. That would be Russian troops in uniform, because out of uniform, there were definitely Russian troops before that date. On that note about Russia, starting in September, the Russian Security Agency, or FSB, which used to be the KGB, will have full access to user data collected by Yango, a ride-hailing and delivery app owned by a Russian tech company called Yandex. Russian Prime Minister Mikhail Mishustin has granted the secret police new surveillance powers by using a device with the Yango app installed. The application will be able to collect the device's data, such as IP addresses, 
and the device serial number. The app will also collect user-generated data, including names, phone numbers, email addresses, bank accounts, user comments, and of course, the address of the trips. Scope of surveillance extends beyond Russia as Yango's services are available in over 15 countries, including Armenia, Israel, Kazakhstan, Finland, and Georgia. More on the topic of human rights on Wednesday, the 9th, OSCE Office for Democratic Institutions and Human Rights, or ODIR, made a report on the foreign agents draft laws introduced in Parliament February 2023 by Osneva following requests by the public defender. The report focuses on the negative impact of the laws on human rights, such as freedom of association, expression, privacy, participation in public affairs, and protection from discrimination. Furthermore, the assessment reveals the government's green light legislative initiatives related to laws such as the foreign agents law, often without evidence of a tangible, current, or severe threat to national interests or democracy. Jumping on to agricultural news, on Saturday the 5th, Georgi Todua, head of the Association of Nut Producers, told the Georgian Business and Economic News website called Business Press News that the forecast figure for the hazelnut harvest exceeds 50,000 tons, which is 30% more than last year's harvest. Quality and price have also increased. The price of raw nuts is three lati per kilo, around $1.15. The price for dry nuts is four lati, $1.50. According to Todua, the creation of the cadaster by the state and the subsidy program allowed farmers to access 20 million lati, 8 million U.S. dollars, and receive 500 lottery or 190 U.S. dollars per hectare in the form of an agro voucher. Some news in the aviation industry on Wednesday the 9th, Tab Georgia, the company that manages Tbilisi and Batumi airports, confirmed that a major Indian budget airline called Indigo will conduct direct flights connecting Delhi to Tbilisi International Airport. Tav also said that 186 passengers already took the inaugural flight. Indigo will operate three flights a week between the two destinations. International Affairs, on Wednesday the 9th, Nicolas Samkharadze, chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee, addressed the 44th Interparliamentary Assembly of ASEAN in Jakarta. He highlighted Georgia's strategic location, democratic reforms, and intent to share legislative experiences. This marked Georgia's first engagement with the East Asian organization after obtaining observer status. Some Karadze mentioned Russia's aggression against Ukraine and Moscow's invasion of Georgia in 2008 and urged ASEAN countries to support Georgia's territorial integrity and back its UN resolutions. Moving on to healthcare news, on Wednesday the 9th, the Ministry of Health announced changes in the state's universal healthcare program intended to increase access to treatment for cancer patients. This includes financing hormone therapy, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, medicines for all cancer patients throughout the country, those with an annual income exceeding 40,000 lati, around 10,000 U.S. dollars, who were not previously covered by the system, can now benefit from the program. Tamar Gabunia, Deputy Minister, said that within the framework of the universal healthcare program, all beneficiaries would have equal access to cancer treatment regardless of their income. The program has a yearly cap of 25,000 lati, which is around 10,000 U.S. dollars per patient. Some online ticket monopoly news. On Wednesday, the ninth competition agency asked the court to conduct an investigation into online cinema ticket sales marketing. Pending the agency's investigation, Tbilisi Court of Appeals has temporarily suspended the exclusive clause from a contract signed on December 2022 between distribution company LLC and online tickets LLC. This clause obliged the distribution company to exclusively provide cinema tickets from six major theaters in the country to Tenet LLC for online sales, prohibiting 
ticket transfers to other companies. The agency said that this monopolistic condition led to the market exit of competing entities and that the investigation continues. Absolutely fantastic that they're doing this and looking into monopolies, plenty of other monopolies to look into as well that are a little bit bigger than this one. We end this week's episode with the success of Georgian judokas. National judo team won six medals at the 2023 Judo World Masters in Budapest. Lasha Bekauri, Olympic champion, won gold in the 90-kilo weight category, defeating his compatriot Luka Maisuradze. Four other team members won bronze medals in their respective weight categories. The Georgian para-judo team won two gold, one silver, and three bronze medals for European para-championships in Rotterdam. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Remember to tell your friends about Rorschach and how great we are. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you're feeling extra nice, you can always financially support us with a link in the show notes. Nachbarn, peace.